pieces of of, uh, of, of pictorial structure, say, or, or photography. Because although I'd, I'd always, uh, in a way, appreciated books and, and cared f about them, because my father had books around and he obviously liked books, and uh, they weren't just you know weights around his neck or anything like that. Uh, what I discovered after being here a while was that I'd, I was always trying to read books like as if it was a textbook. And a, a textbook's like a, a very uh, well-defined obstacle course that you you've gotta you have to make every maneuver around each obstacle in, in a specific way. And I, I got pretty good at that in, uh, right. in, in school, because that's, that's what you had to do. But my lord, you, 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 most of the, I mean, you, can't, you certainly can't read a, uh, poetry that way, you can't read a novel that way, you can't read philosophy that way. Uh, yeah, this reminds me of a story, actually, that I should tell. That a friend of mine, uh, or just an acquaintance of mine, once described a hypothetical job interview that he would go to after graduating from college. And the man says to him, uh, well, what can you do? And he says, oh, well, I can really take a test. <laughs> I can take a test. He says, well, what else can you do? Well, I can, I can write on assigned topics. <laughs> what else can you do? Well, I can go to the library. I can find books. You know, what do you need done? I can do all these things. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just give me the, give me the assignment. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, I, I learned how to cer solve certain problems in, in physics. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly good, I guess, like in recognizing general patterns, mm -hmm. and they give you problem sets during the week, and then they, then the test would be the same problems just with different factors plugged in, basically. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, it's more complicated than that, but, 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 uh, yeah. but gee, there's, uh, you know, again, what 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 Fred is interested in, what what I'm, uh, what I'm getting interested in and better at better at, is. Is instead of following well-defined lines of, of thought, say, or deductive procedures, is, is jumping from one, one one train to the next, and and being able to to uh, to move around and carry ideas, uh, you know, in abstract terms from one one area to the next, and uh, and so on. That's as I say that that I, I value as much as anything I've learned here. Go not, not that it's all finished by any means. I, I certainly don't uh, want to suggest that. Uh, he had to go to a conference of, you know, people investigating general systems theory or something. It was really, <laughs> I, don't I don't know if there is such a thing, you know, or if there is such a group, but there uh -huh. certainly are people who purport to be interested in that, and it seems that, in fact, that's really his interest, you know? Yeah. I yeah. His interest now, I think, lies in, <laughs> I think I get a rhythmic snoring. We all learn from the cats, as I say. <laughs> we all learn from the cats. I worked for a, an engineering firm in, in uh, San Francisco one summer. Let's see, that was 1970. And I was doing just a little helping them out with a computer program and, and lining up a, f a few considerations about solid waste disposal that they wanted to look into. I, I, I didn't really help them all that much, I don't think. But, but what this guy told me, which I only remembered probably years later being here, he, he said, well, get in, get in some... Uh, field of science and really, really learn it, really uh, get, get one discipline down, and then, then you, that can be applied to other things. And what he was suggesting is a very uh, key discipline. Well, he was thinking of more engineering, because he was an engineer, and this was an engineering firm. Uh, and he said that the key area is uh, 
is is control, like fluid control with with valves and and uh, and decision uh, processes and mm -hmm. and so on. And I I can see that he's just talking about about the about linkages and really really learn the the how to how to engineer linkages, mm -hmm. and then you can then you can go anywhere. And it's it's not so different from what um, what we're learning here and what we're talking about here. Yeah, I think, uh, or it seems at least, that if you look at the range of creative people that have sort of come to, you know, come to the top over time, that mm -hmm. you become aware of that, uh, the, that by and large everyone seems to have, you know, achieved a certain kind of mastery in one field, but then gone on. And then left that, it. You know, right. um, and uh, even just in a in a much lower level of uh, expertise. You know, I, I just think personally of the people that I know who have become interested in photography quite seriously, mm -hmm. who all have, or not invariably, but, but by and large, like Peter Schlesinger, who has a degree in political science. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and well, uh, it's just almost You can all look people. at this a couple of ways. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> photography is a refuge for many, too. Well, that's true. But I mean, there's, there's an element of weakness in going into it. Well, uh, this, okay, here's, here's what I... Uh, this is how this happened to me in the sense of the realization of this. Um, after being around a pyron for a while, and I, I suppose this was, maybe this was before Fred King, maybe not, and these, these people, these so-called famous, or they were famous photographers, would come. But I know what and, you mean uh, by so-called famous. <laughs> well, when, oh. but the, uh, and, and what I got, what I started saying to myself was, you know, I'm much more suited to, to talk like a photographer than a scientist or or. It was it was like that the the uh, uh, do you, you see what I mean? I'm not exactly. I'm uh, it was like I, I I feel more comfortable in that I can can follow more completely what's said in a in a photographic conversation okay. than in a in a top-notch scientific conversation. Say right. Uh, well, as as it turned out, that was just because most photographic conversations are very very sloppy mm -hmm. and, and often often circular or, or, or uh, at a very low just, level yeah generally un unproductive mm -hmm. so so I and then I also used to say this about well just to myself I think well uh, you know I'm, I have more of a, of a talent or penchant for for the sciences than the arts say or or uh, for sciences more than history or or philosophy but I you know at this point I I don't think that way at all, and I, it, it, what, when you really get to, uh, to the, to understand the, and, and, and be able to, well, to understand the requirements, say, of any discipline, and, and to be able to proceed in any discipline at, at a, at a high level, uh, that doesn't require an, any different kind of thinking than any other discipline. It's, it's really, uh, it's really amazing how, how little, little difference there is in, in the, mm -hmm. I think it's uh, how, how information has to be received. I mean, you, you've got to receive it uh, <laughs> graciously, in, in a way, and, and you have to be able to put the puzzle together with, without forcing the parts too much. Yeah, you know, I think it's really a, 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 a matter of the uh, just of the educational system, particularly in high schools, that there's a sense of pressure to find out about yourself, and it's couched in terms that are mutually exclusive. You know, to to find out if if you're here or there or over here you know and certainly there's a lot of 
yeah. you know, probably what amounts to fault, but maybe necessary uh, sort of social distinctions going on among people that relate to those just tendencies, really, at that point. And that there's a fault differentiation that sets in. That you, I suppose you, a lot of people don't yeah, ever recover yeah, from. Yeah. You said something the other day, or it was probably the first day you were here, about uh, it being very difficult after having an educate or getting an education in America to, to trust your trust your own feelings, or your mm -hmm. own, to, to to know the quality of, of your own ideas. Does that come? I I, I was just I've been meaning to ask you this in a way because I I wonder if it uh, if it comes from from having gone somewhere else or being able ha having been able to get a wider education somehow or does it come from? Yeah. Let me from just still turn this off and, and let's let Fred sleep and keep talking. Oh, I didn't say that. What? Uh, that was very funny. I see it's being good now. It's being just fine. <laughs> and then it'll start to make a noise in a few seconds, and we'll muffle it up, and then it'll get good again, and so on. Oh, I, I could add that. I, in fact, I, I could. Uh, we we could do that later in, in a way that it would, it would fit right in. It wouldn't. Wouldn't you seem. See a picture show? Seem mm -hmm. like a patch at all. Jim, there's this one other thing about this trip. This, uh, my my preparation, looking around these places in Europe that I could add later. That that's okay. important. Well, you want to just say it now? This is no, working no, on the. No, let's do it later. Okay, this other microphone is working. Uh, but let's uh, let's do this. Let's see, stay in there. Sure. Okay. You can sit in the lap if you want. I just need this. I gotta fool with this. This uh. Well, maybe this is a good way to end. But, uh, I just have here a survey of everything, kind of, that's generally been accounted that. If you have... A French photograph? Yeah, this is Nieps. This is the, you know, the back at <laughs> the very beginning, I guess. And uh, I have one general question, which you can answer in any way you want as we go through these, which is partly, uh, you, we've talked so much about how you had a had and acquired a sense of the history of art. But I'm also interested in to what extent you acquired that, you know, specifically in terms of photography. Um, and maybe some of these things you've known for a long time or not known or not cared to know about, you know, and, uh, or whatever. Also, if you have any opinions or response about these, uh, I'm interested in that. Here's Daguerre, one of his only pictures, really. The Parisian Street. Really nice, isn't in the, in the way it's the corners are missing and so forth. I mean, there's, there's some of the, the way this lies there, there's some advantage in having this this way over the way Emmett does it, you know, with just a circle to, to insist and persist in the oh, circle. Oh, just having it kind of fade out. Yeah, sometimes. Very different with And the circle here is, is part of the structure of this thing. There's something else, you know. Or they cut off, or, or, the, or they're silhouetting. You know, yeah, it's a very organic kind of a circle. Yeah, yeah, it's very mm -hmm. nice. It's sort of relaxed. Kind of this is uh, from Hippolyte Bayard. Yeah, uh, I, I love those little yeah, uh, nice backyards nice. that he has. Uh, these little garden things with a few garden tools and a, and a bit yeah. of a wall, a little trellis. Yeah. You know, and and this is this is his picture, uh, you know, of himself as a drowned man. Kind of after he was rejected by the Academy of Science, <laughs> he made this picture. <laughs> this is Fox Talbot, of course, from the Pencil of Nature. 
some of the some of these slides are extremely nice, and some of them are very bad. But uh, a lot of them are quite nice. So you you notice how, how all, of, all of these early things have the simplicity and the strength to them. Well, there's a total coherence. Oh it's, yeah, it's I mean, you know, the, there's a surface you can see. Yeah, I like this one too. This is just an early uh, daguerreotype portrait. And here's one with it. Yes, this is uh, Stephen Douglas, I think, the orator. You know. Yeah, right. He's quite short. Yeah, his, his, his thinking was just as fuzzy and contorted as the as the frame. Is <laughs> this frame? Yeah. And this is a bad slide, but this is a a whole a whole group of daguerreotypes, you know, that were made of the, the dead child. It was the you know the only memento of that child. When did somebody do? Where was this done? This was uh, done in in uh, New England somewhere. This one. Would you like to see it? I'll sit on the bed. No. Or actually, you could even sit right here, and the angle of view of this thing is so good. So the good angle thing. here is, is perfect. It's a good thing I didn't have Except to do this. Nancy knew I would have something else against me. It's really unbelievable that face. That's constructed. Yeah, that really is like a doll. It really appears like a doll. And you're just sinking in. Yeah. Now this is uh, this looks better if you look right at it. Oh, but oh it's yeah, that's a really, that's a remarkable thing, and it's amazing how how you know when when something is good, you need go and go to pieces, and you can make this. This is about a, that's several gen gives you the feeling several generations of reproduction. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, it the position. It's the position of things. This is Helen yeah. Adamson. Oh, yeah. This is. Uh, I think this is actually uh, Dio Hill. So, yeah. yeah. This is uh, Frith. You don't have dates to go with me. Uh, yeah, if you'd like. This is uh, about 1841. It's quite early. It's quite early. And I have another Frith also. This is one of my personal favorites. Yeah, I like, oh, especially with these three guys. Yeah. yeah. Just little black pyramids. Yeah. Yeah, Variants. Like seals in a way, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> seals of a way. Yeah. Yeah, the shape is a. This is uh, a man named uh, Edward Baldus, who did a lot of uh, monuments and historical photographs in the middle part of the century. This is from 1851. This one. It's an unusual angle of view, actually, for these early photographs. Yeah. It's an oblique quality. A few years ago, the Eastman, I don't know what I do now, the Eastman House. Uh, we're circulating a group of photographs of uh, early photography, French photography, and uh, things uh, I guess uh, they had just unloaded from Europe. Mm -hmm. 
And it's amazing how many nice things. Oh, some of this early stuff is really beautiful. Here's another one, the Charles Negra. Now, are, are you familiar with this image at all? Have you seen this? It's a, it's, a very, it's a very curious one. No, I don't think I've seen it. It's just many times in Arizona. You've seen it in Arizona? <laughs> many times. Not, not, which which not image? The, uh, oh. Not the here. picture, just the image. Yeah, right. Well, no, there, it's just because it's almost a... Uh, it's very curious. It's by Roger Fenton from the Crimean yeah. War. It's yeah. the, it is the valley of the shadow of death into which rode <laughs> the light brigade. Like you know? Right, and, uh, and actually, these, a lot of these things on the ground are, are cannonball fragments. <laughs> but it's such a... I mean, if you didn't know that, though, it's a, it's a captioned picture in some respects, you know. And uh, here's another war photograph. The home of the rebel sharpshooter from the Civil War. Yeah, that's that seems like... Uh like Pennsylvania or any place. Uh, yeah, Gettysburg. Yeah. Gettysburg. And interesting thing is it's, and maybe you've heard this probably, uh, but recently, or fairly recently, it's been discovered that this was actually posed. That this, that this corpse is actually also exists in other photographs a hundred yards away. And <coughs> that the photographer dragged this corpse to this position oh. and put this rifle here to sort of create... The rifle looks so clean. Yeah, the, a lot of people have commented on the rifle beforehand. It's just the way yeah. it fell is too good, you know. And to create what really is a, a, the photographer's own symbol of the Civil War rather than the actuality. Well, what the... Uh, I mean, how is... Uh, how is... Moma uh, uh, going to deal with this? <laughs> I haven't heard. I mean, I'd love to ask him. Because uh, it was yeah. someone working with Peter Bunnell yeah, that found it out. Are you going to destroy the photograph? Are you going to relegate it into limbo? Who was a photographer who did this? Alexander Gardner. It was a word for Brady. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, it's funny because, you know, in, in Newhouse history, this is, the, this is the, the first photograph in the chapter titled The Faithful Witness. Oh, that's great. That tells us a story. It's well, it's like your things. It is a faithful witness of what the, the camera saw, you know? Of course, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. So what, almost? Here's another uh, one of these grisly Civil War images. Yeah. Suddenly I look at this and I think of coyotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But this, you see, this, this, the, the new halls could, you know, could just put up where they couldn't get enough out. Yeah. 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 Here's another one by, by Timothy O'Sullivan. Uh, that's a handsome. That's good. Nice. That's, that's the. Uh, no, what is it? The, the Canyon de Shea. Who is it? I think it's the entrance to Canyon de Shea. Yeah. Spider Rock. No, Spider Rock's farther in. It's that's, single. That's at least it is now. Really, the complexity of this. Look at that.
These are nice slides. Some of these. This is one of the better ones. What gets me is that all these surfaces, whether they're in deep shadow or, or bright bright light, are just really integrated into the surface of the picture. It's, it's remarkable. Yeah. Something about well, that. Uh, you'll find that people are, do, are doing slides these days. Uh, reasonably competent sli a guy who makes slides for himself without giving too, too much thought. That's a surprising amount of that. I mean, you see, we've been dodging shadows but like hell because we haven't been able to deal with them quality-wise. Are these all yeah, pictures so. uh, from the Eastman House collection? Um, not entirely. Mm -hmm. Some of the, like this slide is, I think, from the Eastman House slide set, and I think they they have that print. Um, this is just from a book. This is uh, William Henry Jackson, photograph in Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. These are from various sources. There, they. That's very handsome. Yeah, this is uh, Mammoth Hot Springs or something. It says right down here. I think. Yeah. This is the painter and draftsman who was also on the expedition. And here's uh, Old Faithful. Old Faithful. An old Faithful subject, too. Yeah. Now, here's a British, around 1860, a sort of British still life photograph. Hmm. See, the guy, and he had it on the panel. Oh, did, was this, you know, there's somebody, somebody, uh, sort of masked that off. Huh? It's a heron or something, oh, yeah. Heron. Masked it off. Yeah, that's the edge of the, of the picture. In the slide. Yeah, that's damn nice. That's, oh, that's uh, Portrait of Baudelaire by Carjat. Yeah, they're trying to have something in the ball. Yeah, you really get the feeling from the <laughs> picture, too, that he was a formidable person. <laughs> Everything. That's, that's a remarkable thing. Sir John Herschel? He's a... Uh, I don't know how much, I guess you can see more detail than I can at the same but the, uh, he's sort of one of my heroes too, John Herschel, because he sort of invented all of photography, you know, in his lab after he heard about it, and of course gave us a fixer, which is still in use, so those some fairly lasting, also the first person to use the word snapshot. Oh, that's it. <laughs> so. Oh, course, that's madness. Yeah. Plus, translated the Iliad and plotted the transits of Venus and a few other things. Is he the first one to use the word of photography? Somebody? Yeah, somebody negative and positive in photograph. Or negative, that's right. Photography. He suggested Plax Talbot was going to call them the first transfer and the second transfer, and he said, no, 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 don't call them that. Call them the negative and the positive. Mm -hmm. You know, much more logically clear. And here's a oh, oops, come back slide. Come back. Here's another one by uh, Cameron. A little more uh, typical image for her, really. A pre-Raphaelite study, as she called it. Can you see it with that angle? Mm-hmm. 
Because it keeps turning a little bit. Oh, do I? Yeah, I think it's probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's surprisingly bright even at this point. It's, uh, what is interesting about this one, especially, is that, uh, if, if any, any, well, if anybody did, uh, in this country, let's say, well, let's say the pools in the last 20 years, I mean, 20, 25 years ago, if they'd seen uh, things like this done by Americans, you know, they would have been very upset. You know, this was much too staged, much too pretentious kind of thing. On the other hand, uh, they were giving uh, support to Barbara Morgan, you know. Right. And I consider a lot of Barbara Morgan's very funny. Very, very funny. A lot of her montages and double and images. And her, oh God, poses. I'll leave alone. Even, even, a, even some of the poses, she has a few super photographs, you know, the ballet and things like that. Uh -huh. but, I think I have one of hers later. But they're the, uh, anyways. Yeah. Nice. This is by Lewis Carroll. Yeah. You know, he had this pension for little girls. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Which apparently he restrained to just photographing them. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a very nice one. Yeah. Her, her uh, expression is very, very beautiful. You know, here's a, one of the classic yeah, Victorian images fading away. Well, there was a lot of that done in those days. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And you know, the funny thing is that the prints of this are quite large. Oh, yeah. It's this, this, it's this type of thing. Really? Yeah, it's a very big thing. In fact, you know, it occurred to me finally uh, that it was, it was easier to piece these together with printing out paper than it would be to do it today. Because, the, you know, you, you had a glass plate and you just painted it, you know, opaqued it where, you, where the join was. And then you could print it out on the paper. And then you could take it, you know, into a dimly lit place, and you could you could see what had printed out and line it up. Whereas now you would have a latent image in the paper, and it'd be very difficult to, to do it. I don't understand how, much, how many pieces is this. This is this is like seven pieces. Oh heavens! I didn't realize that. How is that done? I mean, what? It's just small. It's different glass negatives. Is that just because the uh, the neg the plates were smaller and they wanted the, the final picture, or what? No, I think it was it was really. Uh, it was Robinson's belief that you made it art by bringing these things together, by having a genuine synthesis of a physical type, you know, rather than Robinson just staging it. Henry Peach Robinson, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Eastman House has some of the fragments, just like a print of just, just oh. the girl reclining in a, di a slightly different pose, one he didn't use in this print. And, you know, the mother is on a oh. different thing. And of course, the, you could never get this range of brightness from the outside That's to right. the inside. That's the they always used, right. they used to take him as an example, you know, of a bad photographer. Well, here's the one they used to really take. It's uh, Rylander. Yeah. Two ways of life. That's right. He got more. He got. He, he was hated more. Yeah, he was. He was the one they really, they really got in on. Because these things finally got to a point where, where, where you couldn't, you really couldn't compete with, it, with French painters, for instance, who were doing things like this. This, this huge scene, yeah. right? That's what they were trying to do, of course, yeah. was compete with those or yeah. be seen as doing the same thing. This is, of course, many negatives. Also, the joints on this are much more obvious. It's not as well done in that sense. Yeah. 
this is a by Napoleon Cerrone, who was a you know New York City photographer. It's a it's an actor in a pose of a character he was playing at that time in Broadway. It's uh, Joe Jefferson as Rip Van Winkle <laughs> from 1869. Before the long sleep, maybe. Yeah, before the long sleep, right? And actually, I'm just looking at this piece of light back here. Now, as I see, let me project this. Hmm. And this is uh, typical of the whole group of work that was done in the Victorian period, kind of. This is from about 1880, and it's titled The Broken Saucer. You know, a sort of a... Tragedy. Yes, a domestic tragedy. And... the houses, they didn't just fool, you know, repaint mm -hmm. them all the time. Look at how they let things go, you know? I mean, that's a lot of uh, Palmer. Of what? Samuel Palmer. Partly the light, these light distributions, and, and partly the way that you know, one element feeds yeah, into the next. The way the pavement, you know, yeah. the, the sidewalk is. He's a painter. Yeah, I would say. It's amazing. Let's come back. And here's, of course, uh, yeah. Emerson gathering water lilies. That's the guy I had that book that I got for two bucks. In there. Two bucks down the cage. I, uh, I don't quite understand why, why people uh, were so insistent for years that these were uh, pictorialistic, you know. I don't, I don't quite understand. And, uh, you have to be much closer. You have to be much closer, apparently, to certain fights you know are going on. You know, in groups people are trying to put their ideas over. And most people live in cities, and then you got trees and weeds and water and stuff, and what you're getting party. I don't know. Yeah, these are these, these are remarkable things. I always that man is mm -hmm. remarkable. Yeah, my, my bridge. This is one of the very early ones of the, the horse galloping. Yeah, there there's some some in there that uh, if you took them as models for a, for a writer's monument or something like that, you'd have a hell of a time convincing <laughs> the people that they should accept it. Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, you'd have a hell of a time. Cowboys, you know, seeing this kind of thing. You'd have a hell of a time getting it to support itself too. Look how many times it's just on one leg, practically yeah. half the time. Yeah, yeah, look at this. This would be a great one. <laughs> yeah. But imagine the force. Of, I know the horses of that leg. At that point. I mean, no wonder that these racing horses yeah, 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 brace the legs, break them so often. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that. That literally was was curved. And this is that, a, that's very nice. And this rich. is just an anonymous uh, Codex bullseye snapshot from about 1890. That's rich. Which is a, <laughs> is a wonderful thing. I, ha I, I haven't verified this, but I think that when this, this is part of the Eastman House slide set, there's two of these bullseye, or three actually. And I have a suspicion that, uh, that Harold was one of the people who was in on picking these when they made that up in the first place. Because it was just picking a fun, kind of fun image, you know. Let me just slap the next one in here. Here's a, 
it kind of goes without a break, although this is theoretically the 20th century. The first image is, is from just before the turn of the century, the Jacob Rees. Uh, from just before the turn of the century, the Jacob Rees. Uh, Amazing what handsome it is. Flash picture at night, you know, you know in the town. You, you know, you, I see some things by him and I admire them, and then I forget over the years, you know. And then and I, and I forget, you know, how really they are a lot often. They are just like that because when you get away from them, think of them, then maybe you, you almost think, well, that preoccupation with the subject matter. And the rest of it becomes schematic in your mind, you know. Uh -huh. Hard and schematic. But actually, it's very feelingly done. That's your bell and militant has it. Frederick Evans. Yeah. No, that's the way that just goes in. These pipe pipe organ columns. <laughs> this is by Damaki. It's a gum print that was a was actually done for a poster for cigarette ad or something originally. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can see that this is also the uh, Picasso's beginning, you know, the time of Picasso. Picasso was a young guy. Yeah, this was 1902. He's that, oh man, mm. is that close. <laughs> is that close. I wonder how much of this Picasso saw. That would yeah. be interesting well, to know. That's, that is really, a, really a, a reasonable question. Because Picasso yeah. would look at anything, I think, you know, he would really yeah. absorb it all. In fact, this kind of a thing from when we were here, from when I first saw it, literally suggests a newspaper too, you know, the quality of the newspaper, and that would be, eventually got the interest in Picasso very much. Yeah, yeah, there's a, a heavy textured watercolor paper or something, yeah. like that. But this, this fold, these folds, and then these little divisions here, you know, that's like part of the newspaper. Well, because that's a, uh, uh, who's the, uh, well, there's a, there's a poster tradition no too, you know, yeah, you know, no track, and, and there's a poster tradition. Yeah, true. This is uh, Clarence White, senior. He was the, uh, was the father of that man that we went to dinner with in Ohio. Did you visit Clarence White Jr. in Ohio once? Yeah, we just met him. I met him to, uh, what's the guy who runs the place down there? Wait, at Athens? At Athens, Ohio. Arnold Gasson. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, see, that, that's where I did my graduate work, uh -huh. with Clarence and Arnold. <laughs> well, when were we there? Let's see. Um, yeah, I, 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 you weren't there when I talk, did a talk there? No, no. It was the same year that you gave the talk in Chicago. That's where we started in Athens. Seventy. Dayton, and then to Champaign, and then to uh, Chicago. Nineteen seventy. Yeah. When were you? When were you there? I was there. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there seventy-one to seventy-three. What? Had you known Arnold uh, out west here before? No, uh, he he just. Uh, or maybe Minor mentioned him. Well, he knew uh, he knew about me through minor probably more than anything else. Yeah. Well, I won't say anything on tape about Arnold Gasson. 
this money. <coughs> this is by uh, Gertrude Kazebeer, who was also sort of part of Stiglitz's early group. Yeah, there. that's that's a very that's a very, very interesting. Nice. Mm -hmm. No, I was trying to protect his. Uh, this is from about 1902, 1900, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Outside. Okay. Uh, Okay, that's good. Right there. Sorry, I was so slow. No, that's fine. Well, it really changes the slide <laughs> from my standpoint, anyway. Now, here we have a Stiglitz a steerage. I mean, I, I can see that this has been exciting to people, but you know, I, I can't see that this is such a great photograph. Uh, and and uh, the way, the way I, uh, the way I, I think that ought to be nailed down and, and for good, is that it's not a con contribution to photography unless it's a contribution to art. And this is not really a contribution to art. I mean, it, it, uh, you know, it takes care of itself, and it's interesting and it's alive within me, but it's not really a contribution. And it becomes much more of a problem. And I, I have a feeling, too, that this was a, a difficulty that I had with people who were conservative and that they realized that that's really what I was doing, insisting. I wasn't saying it that cleanly, but I was insisting that it was either, if it, you know, unless it was a contribution to art, it wouldn't be a contribution to photography. You know. mm -hmm. Because people always say, look at the contribution from photography to photography. You know. And of course, the curious story about this is that a number of years after Stiglitz made it, Picasso sees it and makes this remark that it's a Cubist photograph. Mm -hmm. Stiglitz said, you know, said, fantastic, I love it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Can I tell him it's calling, please? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, can I take a message from him? Let's see if Alex can take a message. Well, wait, let me just check. Would you like to see the dentist tomorrow at 3 in the afternoon? She has an opening. What, uh, what are you doing? In He's leaving two out for. I think, uh, tomorrow? Well, I think we're going to be done today. Yeah, let's do oh. that. Oh, uh, yes, he would love to come. That would be very nice. <laughs> love to come. Okay, thank you. Really, really looking forward to the dentist. Well, I don't want to make it feel good this time. <laughs> oh, he's been talking about it all week, just waiting for the test. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, well then, of course, the other thing, I think maybe you were starting to smile about this, was just how it's always been taken as a picture of uh, immigrants coming to this country, which is... Not the story which now. Which <laughs> they're all going back, you know? It's not a contribution to the history. Not even a contribution to America. And so many times, just this spring, at the Hirshhorn Museum in Washington, they had a big blow up of this. It's the beginning of a show about immigrant artists. Oh, man. And I, I you know, I'm, yeah. I, I guess I'm young and stupid enough that I decide, well, I, I call up the curator, you know, from the lobby, and I said, now you know that this photograph is not immigrants, it's people leaving, you know. And uh, she said, well, actually, I know that, but on this, <laughs> this boat, she says, I know that, but on this boat, actually, uh, some, someone, who was it? Someone actually came over on the same boat a couple trips later. She'd actually done that much research, and I said, "All right." <laughs> it was crazy. Now here's a very different. Uh, That's Reese again. Concern. This is this is uh, Louis Hine now. Oh, Hine. Hine. Yeah, who's sort of the right. descendant and concern. 
from uh, Reese. And you know, I remember this picture from an eighth grade uh, or oh, fifth grade textbook. Seeing the textbook, that's right. You're probably just about that age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little, little. Yeah. Oh, no, but I remember so it very vividly. That, when I learned that that was a high-end photograph, afterwards saying, oh, I know that one. Yeah. People still go around saying you can't uh, teach children anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fence bubble, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, that would be the back of the fence. This was hailed as a great breakthrough, uh, it's, you know, by Stiglitz at the time, 1917 or so. later work by Stiglitz. This is not a very good slide, but it's got a lot of marks. We never did talk about this actually at the time. Uh, we talked about Stiglitz, but his whole idea of the equivalent. I wondered uh, what your opinion or critique of that idea would be. Or, uh, well, I, I've uh, always been put sort of a little bit baffled by the, the uh, this great insistence that we want to make a big thing out of that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I went in the store to buy something, and the guy just wanted to give me the equivalent of that, I wouldn't be interested. <laughs> I wanted to buy you what I was really, really wanting. Uh -huh. you know, I mean, it's like, like uh, you guys obviously uh, uh, weren't going to settle for unless uh, you, you wanted a certain lubricant. You didn't want to, yeah. you didn't want to substitute. <laughs> So I, I, I just, uh, I don't... I, it's I odd how they single... Yeah. It's, it's a poor... That's a poor thing to hang uh, what apparently meant so much to, to them, you know, on a few words, without any... any well, it's not even a few words. It's, it's so odd out of, out of the whole photographic literature, say, or things that have been written uh, you know, by photographers or so. I mean, there's occasionally just a single word that's picked out, and then this is and everything, and this, it's this and pre-visualization. People try to build universes on these two words. So, if I could be maybe make a very concise statement, um, we talked uh, generally in, in terms of Stiglitz. Uh, you said that you felt, although his his basic ideas were good, one of his problems was his inability to clearly express. And maybe this word equivalent is one example of that. Would you say that's true? No, say that again. Huh? Well, that one of the things you said about Stiglitz, when yeah. we talked about him, was that. He had some problems uh, with some sloppy language or some bad ways of expressing it was, himself. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't view. sloppy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was uh, adequate to the uh, to the uh, yes, the, uh, thinking about thinking type of world that, that he was living in. 
but uh, it was not adequate when it came down to art, and it wouldn't have been adequate to, in science. So that what I'm just suggesting is yeah. that this word equivalent is, is maybe a prime example of that. Yeah, absolutely. With Stiglitz, yeah. yeah. That, that's a, that's a, a real... Another thing, too, is the uh, unique situation in... Have you that before? That, no, that's an exciting thing. Uh, it wouldn't have been a... Well, yeah, that's turning off a, off a little bit. Look at the look at the curse and bind that uh, people have gotten in by the by the a priori notion of, of things. Yeah, I think you made reference to this. And it is just just a, a tragedy. Uh, again, we, like I like I did that the play there on not going in, in, in a store, not buying an equivalent, you know, mm -hmm. refusing to buy the equivalent. Uh, the same thing if you if if you describe somebody. And said he leads an exciting life. He lives his a priori. Mm -hmm. What would he be doing? <laughs> what kind of a guy would, would he be? I mean, <laughs> would you ex would you expect anything carried through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess the only thing I would expect is he would always get there. Well, another <laughs> another thing, another thing that comes out of that's not so uh, stuck into into uh, philosophy and, and art in a way too. Is uh, transcendence the word? The word transcendence, you know. Fortunately, because that that just would, would be too phony, too airy, and too wispy, and all that, you know. But a lot of people talk about transcending something. Transcending what the hell? Uh, are you are you saying that you're leaving a beautiful, sure springboard for something that you don't know what it is, or or or, or are you going are you going from here? To a, a somewhere that is, that is superior, you know. I mean, it's, it's just sloppy. Yeah. Again, it's this way. Here we leave the here the, the, the leaveless or this earthly coil, and the here here in the a priori we haven't quite gotten there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then in the middle of this thing we live the a priori. No, I mean, we, we, live, we, the we live the equivalent. We live <laughs> the equivalent right now. In the, in the, this, the, the, yeah. see, see, we, I got it, got it for you in three dimensions. <laughs> right. Let's go on. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Take those. Yes, it's very clear. Okay, this is uh, one of the, I think this, this is, the beautiful. This this is Steichen. Steichen, I think it's Wait. quite... Yeah, it's, it's Glory, well, it's Gloria Swanson. Gloria Swanson, you're right. And of course, this... I knew you would be. Uh, <laughs> it really looks... Right. This looks much more beautiful than any production. It didn't look like This is a very nice and nice line. Two on this. And of course, I've had to, in pulling these together, I've had to make, in most cases, except for Stieglitz and Weston, to make one picture stand for a whole person, you know, which is impossible. But uh, I think that's a very nice one. It has, I mean, it suggests the commercial work that he did. But it also has a qual qualities of all of the work that he did. Steichen. Now this is a poor slide of an etche. Well, this has great dignity in his analysis. Well, he, this man also looked at a lot of structures. I mean, all his life he walked structures and he looked at structures. More than anything else. And his pavements. 
always had something going on. It could become part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot Better more in this, in this here than there's yeah. in this slide. Well, yeah. Better than concrete? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, the way we live, either it's a, a concrete or, or, or a little bit of a asphalt or, or nothing. Yeah. And this is uh, Cortez. Oh, yeah. God, that's, that's quite... Cortez is one of the people I really want to uh, interview. He's very hard to talk to, though. He is. He is. And he's very hard to get more than an hour at a time. And, he is, and, and if I'm paranoid, he's ten times worse. <laughs> yes. God. It's true. He's done everything first. Yeah. Well, he's he's Let's get but, this straight. But, 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 the, but this guy has done something. Not Siegel. Siegel is not a story of God. Well, and Cortez is. You, uh, if you have the if you have the stomach and of course he wouldn't ever get over it, you should go and interview Siegel. Oh, well, I would like to. You should I interview like Siegel because. Uh, uh, you know everything's starting. Yeah. Well, I understand that all I need is to take a lot of tape and let him just get him going. And he will have invented everything, and uh, he showed he showed Mahoney how to do things. Anyway, this is including Aaron. I'm sure you put oh. Aaron on the way in, in no, the question. No. How he, you know, where would where would uh, uh, Harry be without him? You know? A question we won't have to answer. This is a nice example of this sort of humanity, uh, I guess, on one, on one hand, that Cortez brings to everything. A little sort of observa observation. Everybody in there is doing a Jet dance. It's just, it's just the man with the cane is much more Absolutely. reticent in his dance. Yeah. He's absolutely polished shoes. This is a, just a, by the way, this is this is a pentatonic X slide I made from a print, directly from a print. This has no halftone dots, no matter how closely we look. Just uh, come back. Now this is uh, one of the people that uh, Cortez is paranoid about is Bressai. <laughs> what is their relationship? I mean, briefly, what was it, if, it any, if anything? He taught this man everything probably. Well, he showed Bressai some things when Bressai arrived. You know, they were both. From Versailles, Cortez yeah. was, uh, I mean, Versailles had seen photographs and got very excited, isn't that the right I believe so, and Versailles was, a, I guess, a much better uh, hustler. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so Cortez felt like he had been uh, mm -hmm. ripped off and uh, so on. So Pearl shot very well in these slides, pearls and, and buttons. And he <laughs> says that he uh, got, uh, in some way, you know, he got Cartier Bresson started. And uh, he says that he had certain statements. I mean, that there are certain statements by Bresson that give him credit, which may be true. Yeah, well, certainly Cortez was one of the very first people yeah, to use a hand though, camera, yeah. use a small camera so well. Yeah. You know. But Bresson was another one. Obviously. Actually, Bresson was doing uh, uh, things with a somewhat larger camera. Yeah, with little small plates, I think yeah. is what it's like. Ermanax or something. I met Bresson just uh, a few months ago, just briefly. In at Marlborough Gallery. It was fine. Versailles just died recently. No, no. Man Ray just died, is that what you think? Versailles also died, I believe. Really? Am I wrong? Maybe not. It's possible. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, 
This is by Cartier-Bresson. This is an yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is really tremendous. This is from 1938. Yeah, this is a tremendous thing. And of course, a lot another yeah. expression in photography that maybe needs to be overhauled, but that's been associated with him is the decisive moment. You know, the relationship to time. These people, you know, have uh, I mean, you know, just you know, just hanging down here in the, in the, in the cliffs of human problems. They have absolutely nothing to expect from, from, from anything, from anybody, really. Least of all from that bird. Yeah. Yeah. And they look at him like, you know, he represents, you know, he the represents the church. You know? yeah, and they, they think, they think there's he's some... He's the, the official personal representative of some tenants. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, I think there's Cardinal <laughs> Bocelli. Yeah, who later became yeah. Pius XII. Yeah. I recognize these birds even from the back. <laughs> now, this I just threw in. It was, a, it was a sneaky way to put in a Burke White photograph. And they talk about Life magazine, too, which was a phenomenon, of course, in certain circles. Uh, this being the cover of the first issue. It is, is that the first issue? Yeah, that's yeah, the very first issue. One Thin Dime. Six. Yeah. Which was one. Well, fortunately for, for me as a historian of these things, my father was a charter subscriber when he was a college student. <laughs> so we have the first year, which he saved, all the first issues. And I'll tell you frankly, though, the best parts are the advertisements. Most interesting yeah. thing, you know. That's not surprising. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's something reasonably uh, uh, honest about being a huckster. Yeah. You know, I mean, what the hell, or being a salesman, a businessman. It becomes more of a problem to to to, to deal with art, because uh, obviously you can put art into art only what your preoccupations are, mm -hmm. and then of course you put your preoccupations, you know, this other domain into them. Why will it show up strangely? Mm. Yeah. Did you ever subscribe to Life Magazine? <laughs> no. In those days, we were not in the position to Ten subscribe to anything, sakes. and uh, I always saw everything at the library on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, that was a smart way to do it. Dimes to throw away, no five cents for Yeah, this is a fairly recent photograph of you, as such things go. Yeah, this is Kappa's uh, yeah. from the Spanish Civil War. Um, it's actually the Civil War, Spanish Civil War. Yeah, what did I say? Yes, you, you did. Said. That's what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I should have said. Yeah, it's a, it has no title really. It's sometimes titled "Moment of Death" or something like that, or "Moment of Whatever." Somebody, uh, quite the moment. Does anybody ever uh, know uh, how he was hit? Uh, Particularly, how he got, yes, how he was hit, how he was injured, because he obviously like maybe from the back was badly, badly uh, hit by a bullet. Small of his back, I don't know. I'm not sure. He was falling backwards slightly. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. Looks like he's been tell. knocked back. That's yeah. It's hard to tell the angle actually of his body or off the ground. It's uh, just the instant afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. Now this is from Walker Evans. Also from the middle 30s, yeah. when Evans did all his best work, and practically only his, 
here. And this is another. That's very beautiful. Someone uh, writes about an exhibit where, oh, I think I said this, where a, a photograph of, from not this photograph by her, but one of the child was next to the one of Livia, you know, and <laughs> how the difference was a world of difference in the two children, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, that was uh, Marjorie Mann. Marjorie you, Mann. You were saying, you know, so. Yeah. I forgot just where that was. I think it was yeah. in a article of uh, Camera 35 reviewing a show. Any, uh, whatever show Can you still see? Can you show that? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, with the Western Arthur Ross thing, yeah. The dust world. Yes. One of his few photographs that people remember. This is uh, Bill Brandt. Did a lot of things about the English and the Welsh and so on. Guy looking for coal that's been dropped by other people. It's like they have these women on the docks and weir where they load coffee in the centers and we're collecting the, uh, the coffee beans that spill out of yeah. seep out of bags. Yeah. A scavenger, yeah. yeah. Just one bean at a time. Yeah, pick yeah. these beans. You often have That's how you do it. A couple of kids with them. This is uh, numbers four, six, and eight, Fifth Avenue, by Bernie Sabbath. Actually, Cortez lives in this block now, where this used to stand. <laughs> Even in a high-rise building. <laughs> kind of funny. Probably one of her nicest things. Mm. How is uh, Cortez doing? Does he, is, does he look uh, fairly durable at this point? Uh, Doable in the sense of Doable, the, yeah, he, he can still last a while. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he looked frail, quite frail, or maybe he had a cold or something. When I saw him in this about two or three years ago. Well, he's about eighty-three. Yeah, that's mm. nice. um, sure. His main is really the problem is is his wife is very sick. Yeah. Have been in the hospital a, a lot, problem, yeah. and uh, so all he does is he gets up and he goes to the hospital, and he comes home, and it's it's all he does, you know, and so it's. This is terribly difficult to do anything, and of course he's, you know, it's just a real problem. And uh, I think he's in pretty, he seemed, he seemed pretty, pretty good though, really, when I, when I met him. Uh, you know, I hope that sometime next summer I'll be able to, you know, get some time and sit down. His with wife, him. French woman. Uh, I guess I don't really know. I'm not certain. There's a man Ray. <laughs> As you both turn your head to the side, like Julie. Hmm? No, that was before Julie. Other, I would think. Yeah. yeah, this is from 1929. That was before Julie. A solarization. <laughs> is that what you're both looking to see? Do you recognize? <laughs> <laughs> I think Man Ray's a, you know, just a. I think he's a much better photographer than he is a painter. I think his paintings are very. Uh, I don't know. They don't interest me at all. I always felt like he wanted to be known as a painter, you know, and uh, a great you know, frustration. He, he wanted to do that. He wanted to do a lot of things, actually. You know, my great frustration was that he never could do it. By Maholi. Well, I realize that. Some of them. 
there were, I guess, a lot of people worked in this format. Oh, yeah. And of course, the Newhalls didn't like this at all, either. They just felt they had to write about it because Maholi was so well known. <laughs> I think. They couldn't condemn it. Couldn't ignore it. Oh, they could condemn it, but they still, uh, but they couldn't ignore it. <laughs> the chapter in Newhall's book about Maholi Man Ray is just, you know, he hates to give it any status, you know, but he does talk about it. <laughs> That's great. This is one of Barbara Morgan's. Would this be one of the ones you would consider yeah, one of the better? Yeah, but at least this is intriguing. This at least is intriguing in its extreme, you know, the extreme sense of mm -hmm. dynamics. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Yeah, those are just, you know, I don't even I mean, they're just slick. I mean, I'm not that crazy about the organization of the spaces, but I, I like the, you know, like the cluster. And this, uh, we've talked about it in some length already. Yeah. yeah. And I guess we don't need to say too much more. Privileged condition. And there's, a, there's the example of how, you know, he got very good at handling some of these things, how he got away, you know, to, to slip away from the privileged condition and do the surround, you know. This is a, that's what this whole system is. Yeah. 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 How to let the light penetrate, or the light be penetrated, you know, from the, from the darks, you know, these. Here's another rocking another situation. Western. Well, that's a very handsome. Uh, yeah. 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 And she's got a, and she got has a half a grand koozie fanny. Yeah. <laughs> half a grand koozie fanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this always seemed very curious, like, like that was really, you know, sufficient structure for like that, but then this bud, like a bud growing, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, very curious. But it's, uh, it is nice, I mean, this, this does support, you know, this thing very nicely. And it is interesting that the, uh, the silhouette of a face, you know, it's just enough mm -hmm. to, to be recognizable. It's curious, even if you, even if you, even if you didn't know this, you, and recognize Karis just by that. <laughs> Even if you didn't recognize the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now this I threw in as a as a uh, sort of one of Weston's arch rivals, who isn't talked about much today. Mortensen. Oh, Mortensen. Oh, this, this is a, this is the first of Mortensen I've seen. And uh, usually the history is just taught by saying, and then there was Mortensen who was nasty. So I always try to show Mortensen with Weston, and this is has some similarities to the one with Karis just before, and so it's a nice one to look at. It's called Rope Dancer. And of course, it's actually uh, someone lying down, and it's been doctored up seven ways. But uh, I don't no, know so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a little distinct, uh, footnote to the party, okay. what you're saying. This doesn't have any similarity with anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really strange. Because it's hard to judge it entirely from the slide. Oh, sure. But they, 